0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Good Fortune. It's me, your host, Jamie Wright. We are here, as always, to do your weekly astrology forecast. Um, If you're enjoying the pod, I'd love if you could leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on. Um, I'm recording this on Friday, February 2nd. Groundhog day apparently the groundhog did not see his shadow so I guess spring is coming early. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just reported on that but we're here we are. Um, today is a very significant day for me. astrologically um, I am having the final hit of the planet Saturn conjunct my natal Venus um, and Venus for me, I'm a Libra rising. So Venus is my ascendant ruler. Basically for the last year, since about March of 2023, Saturn has been going over Venus, this planet that literally represents me in my chart, but also represents relationships, creativity. I also have Venus in The part of my chart, the sixth house that has to do with health, but also work and labor and maintenance. And um, it's been an extremely challenging year with Saturn going over my Venus. You know, Saturn brings rules and restrictions and boundaries. Saturn really makes you feel (laughs) tiny um, when all you want is to feel big. Um, my Venus in Pisces, she's very strong. She's very out there. She's conjunct the North Node. She's not used to being so restricted and held down. Um, and this past year has been a real intense journey. And, you know, I don't really talk about that on here. (laughs) I don't really talk, talk a little bit about it in my newsletter sometimes, but, um, yeah, I don't really share some of the more like day-to-day stuff I'm going through mostly because like it doesn't really matter when we're talking about the astrology forecast. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Um, but it's been really challenging for me and I felt very lonely. I felt very depressed. I've felt, I've had to put up a lot of boundaries. I've had to end a lot of things. I've had to say no to a lot of things. Um, And as today is the final hit of this transit for me, I am really feeling like I'm coming out on the other side with a lot more freedom. (laughs) Um, I actually this morning had like my own astrology reading For the first time in a while, I really needed it. Um, I had it with the astrologer, Daniel Norman. Um, He's great. highly recommend a reading from him. Um, And we were talking about, you know, my coming year. I'm turning 35 in about a month. And we were talking about that. We were talking about this past year ways that I've un- like I've been in a process of untangling things in my life and ways in which this coming year is going to be a continued process of untangling things in my life and honestly for the first time in a long time like having that untangling to do feels very hopeful I feel like I have a lot of space in my life for things that I want to put there rather than things that I've been obligated to put there or feel I have to put there. Um, and yeah, I, I bring this all up just in talking about Saturn, you know, Saturn is a really important player, (laughs) both in this, Like the last, the first month of 2024 and now the second month of 2024, we're deep in Saturn times and when you're having a Saturn transit, whether that's your Saturn return or Saturn going over a different point or personal planet in your chart, you know, it's a heavy time, it's a pressurized time, it's a tense time But you do come out on the other side of it feeling like, oh, wow, I have this container where I can put something now. And it's also to say that, you know, I've been in this, this transit since last year, the first exact hit was back in May of 2023. And now the final hit was today on February 2nd of 2023. And when I talk to clients about transits they're having, I always talk about how, you know, the first hit is when you're really sort of getting the download of like, oh, this is what this story is going to be about. And then you have a retrograde hit of the transit and that, you know, usually complicates the situation, gives you more information. My retrograde hit of the transit, I believe, was in July, early to mid-July of 2023, But then once you get to the final hit, you know, sometimes I'll be talking to a client and I'll be like, oh, you're coming up to your final hit of this transit. And they get very worried. They get like, oh, no, all this stuff has already happened. Like, what's going to happen now? Like, what is this like? You know, is this going to be like the first time or the second time? But the third hit is not you're not getting more information by the third hit. You're really reaching the end of a chapter, the end of the story, and today I really, I've, I'm at the end of my Saturn Venus story. And I will tell you, I had like all kinds of hopes and dreams for how that was going to play out for me. And, um, it did not play out in any of the, the, the illusions I had about it. Um, I mean, in some ways it did, in some ways it didn't, but, I will say that one thing that has been almost like a sort of side theme is that a big part of this transit was me um, starting this podcast. I actually like decided to like officially start publishing this podcast on Spotify during the first exact hit of this transit for me um, and definitely like showing up. To do this every week, giving the forecast, interacting with people who have been listening has been a really <laughs> important part of like keeping me afloat and keeping me engaged over this past year that at times has been really a dark night of the soul for me. Um, so that's all to say, like, thank you for listening, thank you for reaching out, telling me you've been listening. Um, I do really appreciate it and I love how it's kept me sort of in a practice, in a hustle. It's sort of helped me, you know, in my chart. I have so much going on in the sixth house. I also have the north node there, and the north node in the sixth, the journey a lot of the time is really about like recognizing that you're you actually have a body and you actually are alive. And I I do think a big part of this process has been like kind of coming to life for me, coming back to life. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for being here, my friends. Um, and now that we've gone through that, let's get into the forecast. Um, so this coming week, this is for the forecast for the week of the 5th through the 11th of 2024, February 5th through 11th, 2024. Um, and we begin this week, Monday the 5th, the moon is in Sagittarius, um, and at 12 10 a.m. we have Mercury enter Aquarius, and this is really significant. Because this is beginning, you know, we've already had the sun enter Aquarius, and we've all, we also had Pluto enter Aquarius, and now Mercury is entering Aquarius. And throughout the course of February, Mercury, and then Venus, and then Mars are all going to go into Aquarius, and they're all going to immediately meet up with Pluto. And this will be the first time any planet but the moon will form a conjunction. With Pluto and Aquarius since you know the 1790s (laughs) so what is going on here well with mercury mercury is our mind mercury is communication I talk about mercury and Aquarius like I have mercury and Aquarius I love mercury and Aquarius people my fellow babes (laughs) Um, You know, I think Mercury and Aquarius can be very articulate, can be very good at expressing themselves, very good at also expressing a big picture, very good at expressing like complicated dynamics, analyzing things, you know, has a really easy time actually understanding big, abstract, complicated topics and then um, translating them for people. But Mercury and Aquarius also sometimes, and I feel this is a Mercury and Aquarius. It's like I'm speaking like an alien language when I'm talking, even though I think I'm making all the sense in the world. Um, Because (laughs) Mercury and Aquarius has like can hold a lot of information, and also like is usually several steps ahead of where everyone else is at. Like Aquarius is is all about the future and thinking forward thinking um, and innovating, but innovating from structures that already exist. But sometimes it's like a structure that already exists, but that other people aren't thinking about in the same way. You know, people say that Aquarians are rebels or they're breaking the mold. They're not really breaking the mold. They're just getting to the heart of something and figuring out how to change that faster than everyone else is essentially, (laughs) which isn't always to be faster. Isn't always better because as I said, sometimes people think you're speaking in an alien tongue, but I love Mercury and Aquarius people. Um, Some writers I was looking up, it's like Edward Albee, the playwright, Jack Kerouac, Judy bloom, children's book author. We love is a Mercury and Aquarius Lou Reed is Mercury in Aquarius. So is our dear Rihanna. Um, and one interesting one that I came upon is Thomas Moore, who wrote Utopia, is Mercury in Aquarius, also an Aquarius sun. So, yeah, on Monday the 5th, Mercury is going to go into Aquarius just after midnight on the East Coast. And then slowly form a conjunction to Pluto that goes exact at 7.57 a.m. So by the time we wake up on Monday, Mercury will be conjunct Pluto. And what, this, what Mercury conjunct Pluto is really doing is it's giving us a download of information of like specific words and ideas about what this Pluto and Aquarius transit for the next 20 years is going to be about. Um, and so that's a very strong vibe on Monday. What else is going on on Monday and this is all going on right in the morning on Monday is that at 6:49 a.m. we have the Ven- we have Venus square Chiron and at 7:27 a.m. we have the sun sextile Chiron. So we have Venus, planet of love and relationships and connections connecting with Chiron, which is all about forgiveness and healing. And we also have the sun, our ego, our life force, our hero's journey connecting with Chiron. And I talk a lot about these Chiron transits, but there is, there's this sort of healing journey energy that's coming up on Monday. But where we're at in both of these cycles between these planets and Chiron is that we're we're coming towards the end, especially the sun sextile Chiron, but... There's something that began last April, last March, and last April when Venus and the Sun were conjoined to Chiron. That we're now getting to a point where we're really closing down that healing journey. Um, And we're getting ready to start a new healing journey again um, in April, especially around eclipse season. But yeah, there's something going on here um about healing forgiveness letting go that's happening at the same time that like the new idea downloads are really coming in um but also on monday um we have the moon sextiling the sun at 6 55 a.m and then the moon goes void <laughs> um until Tuesday morning. So the moon is void for the entire day on Monday. It's sort of like there's this big jam-packed energy right first thing in the morning, and then the moon goes void, and it's kind of like, okay, we gave you all these downloads. Now you're going to sit with it. (laughs) Now you're going to sit in the sauce and think about it. Um, So that's all to say that, you know there might be big emotions, big ideas, big feelings, but it's not necessarily the, the day to act on it. Or if you are going to act on it, like act on it first thing in the morning and then let it simmer or forget about like for, send the email at six thirty AM and then forget about it. Um, because you're probably not going to get an answer until the next day. Then going into Tuesday, the 6th, Um, The moon is still in Sagittarius overnight. The moon is basically void, but at 12.06 a.m. The moon is going to square Neptune. This is especially that's putting a filter on Monday into Tuesday morning of just, you know, that hazy, illusory Neptunian vibe. Um, Then the moon is fully void until 7.08 a.m. On Tuesday, the moon enters Capricorn. And here's where it's like, okay, (laughs) sent all these vibes out into the universe on Monday. But, you know, we were also then maybe burnt out, exhausted, tired. Um, But things feel very back to business on Tuesday morning. Um, and But it's back to business. But at 11.10 a.m. on Tuesday, the moon officially enters her balsamic phase um and i'm going to write a longer piece again about the balsamic moon for my substack um at the end of this week so look out for that but you know the balsamic moon phase i talk about her a lot we love her but she's for wrapping things up closing things down you know taking it slow tidying cleaning finishing things up um as i said there's this you know that we're, we're starting off the week with this like It's like innovation and forgiveness come all at once, and with the balsamic moon, we're really being given the opportunity to let go, you know, not stress about these things that are out of our control, and not stress about these things that just aren't important anymore, and just move on. And this is further highlighted because at 11.15 a.m. on Tuesday, we have Venus square the nodes. And Venus squaring the nodes. This is Venus, the planet of love and relationships, coming up against these points of fate, (laughs) these points that are, you know, in Libra and Aries, and really making us like sit with, you know, who am I independently and who am I in relationship? And Venus coming up against them, it feels like. Again, there's something about some relationship that needs to be let go so we can make more room for ourselves. And sometimes making room from ourselves doesn't mean being single or being alone or having to do it alone. It means like choosing a relationship where we can take up more space. Um, And so there's something on Tuesday the 6th that's very faded in regards to like relationships ending and space opening up. Um, further along in the day on Tuesday. So, we have the, this moon in Capricorn and the moon is going to spend the whole day forming a sextile to Saturn. So again, it's like you know, we're coming up to these themes of letting go and forgiveness and maybe some relationship stickiness, but this moon in Capricorn sextile Saturn wants us to get down to business. <laughs> um so that goes exact at seven eighteen p.m. on Tuesday, and then at eight forty p.m. on Tuesday, we have the Moon trine Jupiter. So again, it's this sense of like saying no, like setting boundaries, so that we can open up space, so that we can go towards Jupiter. Um, and that is how we finish the day on Tuesday. Going into Wednesday. The moon is still in Capricorn, um, and the morning on Wednesday is one of those times, and I'm like, this is a little sticky. This is not, this is a little bit of an emo in your feels time. So the moon is in Capricorn. At 10.32 a.m., the moon is going to square Chiron, and at 12.35 p.m., the moon is going to square the nodes. And those two aspects together are really gonna, you know, put you in your feels, put you up against fate, sort of bring up some of the stickier, the like resistance, I would say to letting go. Um, but then at 3.12 PM, we have the moon conjunct Venus and it's like, okay, all that suffering wasn't for naught. And there is this sense of like, especially the moon conjunct Venus and Capricorn it's like it's very much like I'm back in business mode. I'm back in my bad bitch era. Like I'm ready to take on the world. Um, then, so it's like okay. After after the fall, after the letting go, after the forgiveness, which we're all still in the process of. At four twenty five p.m. on Wednesday, we have Venus trine Uranus. So we have Venus connecting with this planet of invention and innovation and change. And there's this sense of, especially with, with a trine, of just being open to change, being open to something new, being open to new avenues, like a new way of thinking about relation and connecting also maybe around money. Um... It, it trines I feel are aspects that you kind of have to like grab them by the horns and ride them. Like you have to like lean into it and accept it and like put your energy into it. Um, it's not being forced upon you; it's being presented as an opportunity. Um, and this definitely feels like a kind of get out of your rut <laughs> vibe. And I think part of getting out of that rut is dancing, moving, listening to music. Um. You know, having a great date, having great sex. I don't know, just like feeling good. Because 7 7.19 p.m. on Wednesday, we also have Mars sextile Neptune. And Mars sextile Neptune is like, there's something about the way we're acting, the way we're moving, the way we're like addressing conflict. That could be a little softer. That could be a little bit more creative. That could have more ease. There's like a choreography that's being done with Mars sextile Neptune. That's like very sexy and very alluring. Um, But overall, Wednesday starts off grumpy. But by the end of the day, there's something really magical happening. But again, the moon is waning. The moon is very balsamic. And we need to just take things very slow. Um... Overnight Wednesday into Thursday at 2:29 a.m. we have the moon sextile Neptune and then at 2:52 a.m. we have the moon conjunct Mars. So there's a little bit of that heat and passion, you know. Wednesday could end up being a little bit of a late night. You might like if you're if you're a person who tends to go out on a weeknight, you could go a little hard, <laughs> go a little long, stay out a little late. Um, or, you know, it it could just, there could just be like, there's just a continued processing of the creativity. You might be like burning the midnight oil, working on something. Um, but after the moon conjuncts, conjoins Mars, the moon goes void, um, for a few hours until the morning on Thursday. But before the sun rises on Thursday at 5 45 AM Eastern, we have the sun square Uranus. So even more invention, <laughs> even more change. And this sun square Uranus is really significant because it's playing into the new moon that we're going to have the next day on Friday. But on Thursday, the sun square Uranus is bringing a little bit of a shakeup. It's bringing, again, something unexpected, an unexpected goal, an unexpected opportunity. Um, It's, you know, combined with this Venus square Uranus or Venus trine Uranus, there's There's this energy of just, like, think differently, do differently, connect differently. You know, things are still slow and sleepy, but there are experiments to be done. (laughs) There's, you know, uh, yeah, there's experiments, there's alchemy, there's avant-garde art to be made. Um, And I really just feel like all of this is kind of just shaking us out of a rut, even though... It's shaking us out of a rut quietly and maybe a little slower than we would want. Um, Then on Thursday, the 8th in the mor, we get to the the morning on the East Coast or the, you know, the sun is up on the East Coast. Uh, It's so funny. I'm always like wondering if people listening to this like what your definition of morning is because like I know that some people get up early I do not and cannot and probably will not ever get up um Early, but so it's like when I say 5 45 a.m., I'm like, that's overnight, but 9 a.m., that's the morning. <laughs> um, but nine 8 or eight fifty-nine a.m. Thursday, we have the moon enter Aquarius, and pretty much immediately at 9:57 a.m. we have the moon conjunct Pluto. Um, and then the moon spends the whole day forming a conjunction to Mercury. And You know, as someone, I was born with the moon and Mercury in Aquarius. And I was just talking today in my own astrology reading about how the moon and Mercury in Aquarius is this really sort of powerful ability to like tease out the details of the big picture and sort of figure things out um, in this kind of long term Um, wide scale Aquarian way and so even though we're in this dark part of the moon there's something very active about Thursday there's a lot of writing, a lot of thinking a lot of communicating Um, I feel there's this energy of kind of like setting like closing out what needs to be closed out around the ideas that have come up during this lunar cycle so since January 12th when we had the new moon in Capricorn um there's a sense of yeah just invention and creation but also yeah you're going to be tired it's like the very end of the balsamic moon but the moon conjoins mercury at 6:25 p.m. on Thursday and then the moon squares jupiter at 10:09 p.m. on Thursday So there's just a lot of ideas swirling, a lot of good feelings. I think Thursday evening is a great kind of date night, friend hangout night, like go see a show, go see a movie and talk about it night. Like even if you're not in the thick of creativity or creation or making something or pitching a project or doing work or having a baby or any of these things that require like, great effort and attention and generation. Um, There's just this sense of like wanting to put ideas out there and wanting to discuss them with other people that I think is just really important and is really kind of peaking on Thursday. Um, Then we go into Friday. (laughs) The moon is still in Aquarius um, and the moon basically spends the whole day or the whole morning into the afternoon on the East coast, forming a square to Uranus, which goes exact at 3 35 PM. And then at 5 59 PM on Friday, we have the new moon at 20 degrees Aquarius, um, And again, like February is all about Aquarius and it's all about the Aquarius part of your chart. Um, It's all like there's, that's just what's getting the most stimulation. It's very dynamic. And this new moon, you know, as much as we've had, you know, we had the sun go into Aquarius, we had Pluto go into Aquarius. Now Mercury this week, Um, next week we will have Venus and Mars go into Aquarius Um, this new moon is really like the turning of the tables (laughs) in this part of our life. Um, and in the Aquarius part of our chart, whatever house that is, but also just in our way of thinking about Aquarius, Aquarius being this sign of social dynamics and social structures and the collective and humanity and how we relate to each other on a grand scale, you know, not relating to each other in our little group of friends or in close partnerships, but really like as a collective, as a collective of humans, <laughs> how do we get along? Um, this new moon, which is in the final decan of Aquarius, which Austin Kopic calls the knot, um, and he describes it as, you know, a Gordian knot that you can either choose to untangle or, you know, you can choose to cut it off. and um there's something again about this new moon and these themes of invention and also letting go this week that's like what knots are worth untangling and what just needs to get cut and left you know what do you just need to forget about like not everything actually needs to be addressed um that might be my Mars and Taurus talking. And you know, some of my some of my people out there who have more aggressive Mars placements might be giving me side eye as I say this, but <laughs> I don't think everything needs to be a conversation or like every conflict needs to be brought to the table. There are some things that, you know, don't be passive about it. Don't like not say how you're feeling, but I think a big thing with Aquarius is, like, what actually needs to get litigated? And at 20 degrees Aquarius, there is this sense of, you know, choosing, like, okay, yeah, I'm going deep. I'm going into the wormhole. I'm getting all the documents versus, like, I'm throwing these documents in the trash. And there does feel like there's kind of a decision being made at this new moon in Aquarius to, like, cut or keep but then the moon goes void for about fifteen hours after that new moon. Um, so there's definitely to Friday evening a sleepiness, a burnout, an exhaustion. It's definitely like okay, I got to the end of this, <laughs> and I'm gonna sleep this off I'm gonna sleep my I'm gonna sleep on my decision, and we're gonna pick this up again tomorrow um while the moon is still void though on saturday the 10th going into saturday the 10th at 8 25 a.m just when the moon is about to finally exit her void we have mercury square jupiter and so this mercury square jupiter is, is an aspect we're going to be feeling all week and we are especially feeling it on thursday the 8th but it's sort of coming back around again on saturday Mercury is ideas. Jupiter is relief, expansion, enthusiasm. And these two working together is, it's like spreading good news, spreading your message. It's having a lot to say, having a lot to write. It's like sending paragraph text energy. (laughs) There's a lot on your mind. And to me, that aspect going exact Saturday morning Really makes it feel like Friday night and into Saturday morning is a really good time to be like writing, processing, talking through, um, you know, all the sort of information that came to you this week and about both what you're taking on and what you're letting go. Um, but Mercury Square Jupiter is also this very like, I'm spreading the good news. <laughs> Do you hear the good news kind of vibe? Um and right after that Mercury square Jupiter at 8:42 a.m. on Saturday, we have the moon entering Pisces. And, you know, that we're we're now in the moon is just like not gaining light at all. We're still in this new moon phase, but the moon is gonna spend all day on Saturday forming a conjunction to Saturn. Um and I'm kind of picturing this as, like, you know, this whole week there was a lot of downloads. There was a lot going on. It's the balsamic moon, which is usually good for, like, tidying. But there there's a little bit of, like, mad professor vibes <laughs> to a lot of this week. Um, so, you know, if things got a little messy, if things are disorganized, if you need to go grocery shopping, like... Saturday is a day to just like, especially because it's Saturday is literally Saturn's day and the moon is going to be spending the entire day, you know, going on a trip to meet up with Saturn. So the day is about like getting shit together, getting yourself organized, you know, checking off your little boxes, doing your little exercises. It's definitely a day to just like clean up the mess and be responsible. Um... But after 8.44 p.m. Eastern, the moon then forms a sextile to Jupiter. So maybe after all that work is done, um, there's opportunity for a little nightcap, a little hang. Like definitely later in the evening on Saturday, there's very good vibes to like go out and connect with people. Um, Friday night is definitely not the night to go out, but Saturday night Will definitely be fun and if you're on you know pacific time where that moon saturn conjunction will be happening a bit earlier like you're gonna have a longer um sort of nice evening window um for us on the east coast it's a little bit more like okay at 9 p.m i can finally have a little bit of fun <laughs> before bed um then we go into Sunday the 11th. The moon is still in Pisces. Um at 3:06 p.m., the moon forms a sextile to Venus. Or sorry, a sextile to Uranus. So a nice soft little sextile to Uranus, maybe a little surprise, a pleasant surprise. It feels like because the week ends 11:31 p.m. on Sunday, we have the moon sextile Venus. So again, it's like <laughs> after this whole week that i feel like is um just as i said it's just like mad professor vibes like a lot of downloads a lot of info a lot of like figuring things out and also like walking away from something and then a saturday spent tidying up the mess like sunday is just like a good sweet energy of like oh yeah everything is going to be okay. (laughs) Um, and I think that's a great note to end this week on, especially after the week kind of started. I mean the week, yeah, the week kind of started with this like Venus square Chiron. It started in this place of like, I maybe have to let a relationship go or let a connection go or let a dream go. And by the end of the week, it's like, okay, but I have a new dream or I have a new crush or I have a new feeling. Um, or this thing that I thought was going to, I like did something really hard and now I'm enjoying the benefits of it. Um, but yeah, to go back. So our exact aspects for the week, Monday, the fifth, we have Mercury entering Aquarius Venus square Chiron and the sun sextile Chiron on Tuesday, the sixth, the balsamic moon phase begins and we have Venus square the nodes. On Wednesday, the 7th, we have Venus, Trine, Uranus, and Mars, Sextile, Neptune. Um, On Thursday, the 8th, we have the Sun, Square, Uranus. On Friday, the 9th, we have the new moon in Aquarius. And on Saturday, the 10th, we have Mercury, Square, Jupiter. And that's all she wrote for you this week. Let me know how it's going. Happy new moon in Aquarius. and.